You're listening to The Rocks and Ritual Show with Debbie Barr on Natural Health Radio. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to listen to The Rocks and Ritual Show on Natural Health Radio. I'm Debbie Barr, and this week I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the chakra system. So chakras seem to be mentioned everywhere these days. You can't really do a Google search um, for anything to do with energy medicine, Reiki, alternative healing without seeing something about the chakras. But what are they? It can all be a little bit overwhelming whenever you first start getting into it. So I just want to try and demystify the chakra system a little and take you on a journey through the system from the base chakra to the crown. So rather than regurgitating all the information that you can easily find online, I thought I would try and draw a little bit of inspiration from a book that I read um, called The Wheel of Life by Anodea Judith. If you haven't read the book, you really should. Um, You should check it out. It's called The Wheels of Life. I'm going to take you through each chakra and I'm going to try and explain how to work with the energy of each to bring about balance, health and harmony to your life. So to start off with, what are chakras? The word chakra comes from the ancient Sanskrit language and means wheel. Chakras are energy centres which link our physical body to other dimensions such as emotions, thoughts, energy. Energy passes through the chakras to and from our physical core and you can imagine them like a swirling vortex if you imagine water going down a plug hole or like a flower opening and closing its petals as a chakra opens and closes energy fluctuates. Our physical bodies are made up of matter, atoms and molecules, energy particles, but there is more to us than first meets the eye. We also have a subtle body, layers of energy body which surround our physical body and make up our aura. I'm sure you've heard people talking about auras and some people can even see them as colours or swirling energy around people. In fact, with a little work, anyone can learn to see auras, but we can talk about that another time. It is in this energy field that chakras work, transferring energy to and from our bodies in a state of constant flux and change. Imagine the chakras like little portals or gateways where energy comes and goes. If any of these portals get blocked or out of balance, it has an impact on the entire system. So imagine, if you will, a circuit board where energy in the form of electricity is passing through and lighting up little bulbs along the way. If one of the bulbs glows too brightly, the others will fade. And if one blows completely, the others will cease to function as the circuit is broken. Chakras work in a similar way. And it's therefore important that we maintain a healthy balance so our energy system works well. If our energy system starts to break down, then we will feel the effects in our physical body as ailments or illness and we will start to find that we have disease. So how many of these chakras do we have? It is generally accepted that there are seven major chakras. From top to bottom these are the crown at the top of your head, the brow or third eye situated just between your eyebrows, the throat at your throat, the heart at the centre of your chest, the solar plexus just beneath your breastbone, just at the soft tissue underneath your ribs, the sacral just beneath your belly button and the base or root chakra which is right at the base of your spine down at your perineum. There are also 21 minor chakras situated around the body in the face, hands and feet but we're not going to talk about those just at this moment in time. There are also many other lesser chakras which actually form part of the acupuncture system and again we'll not be going into those just at the moment. We're going to be concentrating mainly on the seven major chakras. The seven chakras correspond to the colours of the rainbow. Red, 
orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo and violet. And they also have correspondences with musical notes, crystals, elements such as the earth, fire, water and air. So as we progress through each chakra, I'll draw your attention to these correspondences and endeavour to apply the concepts of the chakras to your everyday life. So let's get started now and we'll start our journey through the chakra system by looking at the base or the root chakra. The Sanskrit name for this chakra is Muladhara, which means root support. It's located at the base of the spine and is associated with the adrenal glands, the lower back and lower limbs, kidneys and immune system. A dysfunctional base chakra could be indicated by lower back problems, sciatica, rectal problems, varicose veins or immune system problems. The base chakra's element is earth. This is our grinding chakra. This is the one that keeps us feeling grounded. Okay, So incense such as cedarwood, patchouli or musk are all really good for the chakra and the musical note C resonates with this one as does the colour red. Good crystals for the chakra would be hematite, garnet, bloodstone, onyx or ruby. Any red or black stone is really good for this. To restore balance to the chakra you can use colour therapies such as wearing red, looking through red glasses, having a bath with red colouring in the water, placing a red coloured crystal over the base of the spine or by eating red coloured foods. We often get so caught up in our heads that we become ungrounded and this is a sign of an unbalanced or underactive root chakra. You may feel lightheaded, flighty or a bit spaced out. You may also notice that you're constantly getting static shocks when you touch certain surfaces. Overactivity in this area can cause issues such as feeling stuck or becoming overly concerned with sta your safety and stability to the extent that you are unable to move forward. Fear becomes your driving force. This chakra is also concerned with self-esteem, survival and protection. So if you feel depressed or have low self-esteem, you may need to balance this chakra to restore harmony and to help raise your spirits. Getting out and about in nature can also restore balance to this one and it's also good for your mental and physical health. The chakras all respond well to sunlight as they all form part of the spectrum of light but by being outdoors, reconnecting with nature and feeling the earth beneath your feet you can ground and centre yourself very quickly and therefore bring the base chakra back into balance. It is important that we have strong roots and a firm foundation to build upon. The lower chakras are often seen as less important than the more spiritually evolved higher chakras. And this is mirrored in many of the teachings and beliefs imposed on us from an early age where anything to do with our bodies or material things are seen as lesser than spiritual pursuits. We often forget that we are spiritual beings travelling within a human body. The frequent phrase is trapped within a body. Why trapped? The human body is a miraculous thing. We need to look after it well. Treat it as our vehicle through life. You look after your car, don't you, to ensure it continues to work. So why do you not look after your body so it continues to be healthy for you as you travel through life? You can't just go and buy a new human body, just like you can a car. So it's a good idea to keep it healthy, keep it fit and look after it. Put good fuel in. This chakra, the base chakra, is all about roots limitation and consciousness of manifestation. When you come up with an idea, you need to actually then process that idea and take action in order to bring it into being, to manifest it. 
Without some form of limitation, you would never actually get anything done. Imagine for a second that you have all these wonderful ideas, but you cannot then limit yourself to focusing on one thing at a time. For example, a writer creating a novel needs to have the idea in his or her head and then limit themselves to following the story. Otherwise, they would not write about anything as they would become overwhelmed with ideas and notions. A fully functioning root chakra allows us to have the necessary limitation, which in turn allows us to manifest the idea into reality. As we manifest, we then start to transform the idea into a real thing, and we can then make changes on it as we progress. The cycle continues, and as we think more, we then return to the manifestation, and we change things and work with them until we're satisfied with the outcome. Fear is the antithesis of the base chakra. When you feel fear, your body goes into fight or flight mode, and your system is flooded with adrenaline. The base chakra resonates with the adrenal glands which produce this hormone. Being overly fearful is a sign of overactivity in the base chakra. Facing your fears can help bring balance back to this chakra if balance is needed. The base chakra is all about physical survival and protection. It regularly checks in to ensure that all is well and that nothing is threatening the body. Whilst we no longer need to physically fight for our food and survival, we still have the primitive survival instinct within us and we need to listen to our bodies and respond in healthy ways when we feel under threat. These days we're more likely to be threatened by unhealthy pursuits such as overindulgence, drugs, alcohol, lack of exercise than by a predator threatening our life or stealing our food. Mind you, I do live with a growing teenage son, so the food part does sound familiar, as my fridge always gets raided, but he's not a predator, honestly. As well as working with colour, there are many exercises and things you can do to bring the base chakra into balance. Um, again, do what feels right for you. Listen to your body and respect its needs. Um, there are certain things you can try. Meditation, again, is one of the, the best ones, where you can sit, for example perhaps out in nature if you're able to go and do this under a tree it's really 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 powerful but alternatively you can sit comfortably with your back straight keep your feet on the floor and as you breathe you imagine that you have got um, roots coming from your feet and going deep down into the earth and if you really take your time and visualize this you can imagine then that the, these roots are holding you tight into the earth and that the earth's energy is flowing up from the core through the roots into your feet and you can then feel that energy moving up through your body right through to the base of your spine and if you can then you can visualize the color red and allow it to flow all the way through your body really helps to ground and center you you can also um, hold a smoky quartz crystal when you do this and that's a very grounding stone if you find visualization or meditation difficult you can perhaps try a guided meditation where you listen to someone take you through a similar scenario um, or if meditation's really not for you why not try going out for a walk aim for somewhere like a forest park or a beach where you can really connect with the beauty of nature and if you're able to take your shoes off and walk barefoot even getting outside into the streets good enough if you can't if you don't have nature on your doorstep Focus on your steps, really feel your feet connecting with the earth. And if you're feeling stressed out, then allow each step to transfer the negative stressed energy from your feet into the earth. So let's move on and move up through the chakra system and look at the sacral chakra, which is all about transformation and change. The sacral chakra is located just beneath your navel and it resonates with the colour orange, with water and the moon. 
Crystals associated with this chakra are carnelian, sunstone and moonstone, to name but a few. Again, any orange stone or anything that's bright and lively will work for this chakra. The Sanskrit name for this chakra is Fadasthana, which translates as one's own abode. This is the seat of your primal needs, your desires, your pleasures. We move up through the system from our firm grounded foundations, from solid to liquid, stillness to movement and from form to formless. The sacral chakras element is water and the concepts we will focus on this time are polarity, movements, pleasure, emotion, sexuality, nurturance and sentience. As we journey from the base chakra we find that we require duality from unity. We long to unite, to reach out and grow. Just as the seeds in the earth need water to grow and change, to reach up and break through the soil, we too need growth and movement in order to live. Without change there is no growth, no movement and no life. Whereas the first chakra seeks to hold on and create structure, the second chakra encourages us to let go and create flow. The constant motion is similar to the concept of polarity, yin and yang, a cosmic dance, one becoming the other. Just as the moon affects the tides and they rise and fall, this chakra is governed by the moon and with water. Physically, it concerns itself with bodily functions such as blood circulation, the urinary tract, sexual and reproductive health. Malfunction of this chakra can lead to problems such as impotence, frigidity, uterine, bladder or kidney problems and a stiff lower back. These can all be signs of a low or blocked energy in this chakra. Overactivity of this chakra can cause you to be overly emotional or overly sexual and perhaps lead you to make unhealthy choices with regards to how you get your kicks. It is our natural instinct to move away from pain and towards pleasure. Pain generally indicates a threat, whereas pleasure is safe. Healthy pleasure, obviously, not forced as in when using drugs or excessive alcohol or overindulgence. We are sentient human beings and we should readily drink the waters of pleasure. Healthy pleasure allows us to feel more fulfilled and provides us with a solid foundation for power, love, creativity and meditative concentration, which are all aspects of this chakra. Balance, as always, is the key. We must avoid falling into the trap of avoiding pleasure or overindulging in unhealthy ways. We need to tune into our bodies and listen to its needs and desires. Allow your body its nurturance and pleasure. This is essential for your health and well-being. From a young age, we are taught in our society to repress our needs and our desires, and it's often viewed as dirty or wrong. Why is it acceptable to show murder and violence on our TV screens, but not two people in love making love? We need to refocus and remove our limiting beliefs. We need to allow ourselves the pleasure that life affords us. As the base chakra promotes, we have a right to be here and a right to live fulfilling lives. The sacral chakra teaches us that part of living a fulfilling life is to allow ourselves pleasure. The delight of 10 minutes extra sleep, a relaxing walk, putting on comfortable clothes or having a hug from a friend. All these things are important and should not be denied. Repressing your needs and desires can lead to a backlash in emotion. Blocking or suppressing your feelings will inevitably lead to distress. The emotion will get stuck in your unconscious mind and may lead you to act out of character or to have an emotional blowout. 
The pent-up emotion needs to be released. Emotions are like water. They always get their way. So it will be released somehow, at some point. If you deprive yourself of pleasure, it will lead you to crave unhealthy ways to overindulge, to satisfy your primal needs. Pleasure and emotion are the root of desire, through which we can create change and movement. Be tender and loving to yourself. Care for yourself with good, healthy foods, energy and touch. Nurture your body. Listen to its needs. Do not underestimate the power of touch. Do not shut yourself off from feeling. A hug, a kind word and a smile will all go a long way for both you and the people around you. The pleasure of uniting with another person should not be denied, as we are naturally gregarious, sentient human beings and we need the company of others in order to thrive. Exercises such as wearing orange, eating orange foods, colour therapy baths, wearing orange glasses, anything orange can help to bring this chakra into balance. As this chakra is governed by water, a simple exercise you can try is to drink a glass of water really slowly and really notice and feel it moving down through your mouth, through your throat, into your stomach, cleansing and nurturing as it goes. Bathe in water. Visualise all negativity leaving your body as the water washes it away and leaves through the plug hole to be transmuted into the earth. Move your body. Dancing, stomping, singing, moving around. All brilliant ways to invigorate a sluggish sacral chakra. Move your hips in circles. Shout out loud. Jump around. Get creative. Drawing or making things. Meditations on the chakra can also help bring it into balance. Visualise the area beneath your navel as a beautiful orange flower, opening and closing as the energy waxes and wanes. Other things you can do are hug a friend, get out into nature, into the sunshine, have a belly laugh. Have fun, enjoy yourself and acknowledge and nurture yourself. Acknowledge your needs. So let's move on up. We've looked at the base and the sacral chakra. Well, have a wee look at the solar plexus now. This chakra is all about the fire in your belly. The power of fire, autonomy, will, energy, metabolism, self-esteem. This chakra is located just beneath your diaphragm in the soft area just beneath your ribcage. It's where you often will feel butterflies in your tummy. When this chakra is underactive, we can feel nervous, oversensitive or highly strung. And when it's grounded and working in balance, it empowers us and vitalizes us. When overactive, it can lead us to carry out ungrounded and undirected activities, which may be harmful to us or those around us. We will act out of character. Particularly if you have been repressing your needs and emotions, this is sometimes where the acting out will come from. This chakra also resonates with the metabolism and digestive system disorders, diabetes, ulcers. These things can all feature when this chakra is not properly balanced. Often we can tell if the chakra is out of balance by how we feel. This chakra is linked to the element of fire. So if we are constantly feeling too hot, our chakra may be overactive. And conversely, if we're always feeling cold, it could be underactive. Quick or slow temperaments can also indicate the balance of this chakra as well. A quick temper being a sign that it's a little overactive. The solar plexus is energised by the colour yellow, like the sun. Its Sanskrit name is Manipura, which literally translates to lustrous gem, just like the sun shining brightly in the sky. 
Crystals such as amber, citrine quartz, yellow topaz or sunstone are excellent for working with this chakra. Again, yellow. Anything yellow, anything bright. Tiger's eye is often a very good one as well because it has lovely gold hues to it. So fire is the spark that ignites us to take action. As the cosmic dance through the chakra system gathers pace, we're moving onwards from earth to water to fire. We have now reclaimed our bodies and acknowledged our right to be here. We've learned how to allow ourselves emotion and pleasure and we can now focus on finding our sense of purpose through our desire. We need to find our will and then our sense of action. Just like fire needs friction to get started, we can envisage our chakra system in a similar way. The base chakra was all about stillness and matter, whereas the sacral chakra was all about fluidity and movement. By combining the two like a stick with friction, we can create a spark, and that spark is our solar plexus chakra. All a fire needs is a spark to get it going, but it does need fuel to continue to burn. We need to overcome our inertia to make things happen, and then continue to feed our will to allow the fire to burn brightly. Everything in life has cause and effect. We give energy and the effect is action. Without energy, there is no power. However, energy alone is not enough. We need to direct our energy wisely. Consciousness guides our purpose and therefore shapes our will, which in turn then directs the activity. We need to embrace our inner power of conscious intelligence and combine this with our bodily energy using our awakened base and sacral chakras to cause this transformation. When we block our own power by remaining inactive, we can appear withdrawn or cold and controlled. This depletes our energy and we often find ourselves turning to coffee and other stimulants to try and get a fresh energy burst. This is like pouring an accelerant on the fire. It brightens temporarily and then quickly depletes, leaving the fire burning even less brightly than before. By closing ourselves off, we close off our system and like putting a damper on the fire, we use up all the fuel and it burns out. We need therefore to break the cycle of fear and withdrawal that we so often face in life. We need to reconnect with ourselves in a loving way. If we are not in touch with our base and sacral chakras, then we have no fuel for our fire. Fire needs air and we'll look at that uh, at the next show whenever we're, we're moving up into the heart chakra, which is governed by the element of air. But by allowing ourselves with connection with the base and sacral chakras, we allow ourselves room to breathe and that allows our fire to burn. We must remember that our power is within. It is not found somewhere outside of ourselves. We all have a unique spark of spirit inside us and this is linked to our own self-esteem. We have free will and we make choices. We need to learn to stop giving our power away by making poor choices or by thinking that we have no choice. Let's take the daily grind, for example. How many times do you moan and groan and say things like, oh, I have no choice, I have to go to work? Well, stop and think for a second. Do you really have no choice? Of course you have a choice. You could choose not to go to work, but then this would cause other effects on your life, which may then be even worse than having to work. By saying, I have no choice, you give your power away. If you flick the switch in your mind you can reclaim your power very easily and change things for example i do have a choice to go to work today because i know that in doing so i'm making a contribution to the economy and i'm also facilitating my way of life all of a sudden whilst you still not necessarily enjoy your work you have empowered yourself and you no longer feel like a victim or a slave to the grind 
Sometimes just by choosing to reclaim your power, you find that everything else starts to fall into place. You start attracting more positive vibrations into your life, which in turn allow you to feel better. And so the fire burns on easily. It is much easier to keep a fire lit once it's established, rather than let it go out and have to keep starting it every time. So in summary, balancing the solar plexus allows you to break out of inertia. It allows you to direct your will to action in a positive way. It prompts you to pay attention to your feelings and emotions in a grounded way. And it helps you to release anger by bringing in more love, laughter and self-knowledge to your life. To balance and energise this chakra, surround yourself with bright yellow. Wear it. Paint a room in your house sunny yellow or if possible get outside into the sunshine. Jogging or tummy crunches are all fantastic ways of energising the chakra. Eating yellow foods or going for a power walk will also help. You can also stand up straight in the morning and stretch your arms above your head and reach for the sky. Bring your arms down in a sweeping circular motion and pretend your arms are making the outline of the sun. This exercise helps to invigorate you and can also make you laugh a little at yourself, which in turn puts you in a good mood for the day ahead. Another brilliant exercise is to get a few friends together and all lie down in a circle on the floor so that each person's head rests on another person's belly. One person then starts by saying, ha, 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 really forcefully so their belly moves as they say it. And the person who has their head on that person's belly then does the same and it moves around the circle getting faster and faster until you are all actually belly laughing. This is called a laughter circle and it is great fun. So we've covered the base, the sacral and the solar plexus chakras. Next time we will be looking at the remaining four chakras of the seven. Um, We will be looking at the heart, the throat, the brow or third eye and the crown chakras and we will look at how the system works together. Chakras are not just individual little entities that have to be taken on their own. They are actually linked together. You can't balance one without balancing them all. You need to work on them all as a system. So we will be looking at that. In the next show I will do that and I hope you enjoyed this. Learn to balance these chakras. Let's look over the next few days. Take time to notice your foundations. Are you grounded? Do you feel secure and firm? Do you feel like you have a right to be here? Do you allow yourself your pleasures? Do you deny yourself things? Why? Why do you do that? Really check in with your body. Tune in to yourself. And allow your fire to start to burn. And next time we will talk about the heart chakra and the throat chakra moving up to the brow and the crown the chakra system is a wonderful analogy and a wonderful metaphor for life as well chakras are real things don't discount them just because you can't see them thanks for listening you're listening to the rocks and ritual show with debbie barr on natural health radio (laughs) 